Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we are bringing back our friend, Mr. Whistles Go Woo to Lowell's. He has a new site that he's going to tell us about. We're going to talk a little bit about the Open Championship and, of course, get a recap of Brian's Vegas trip that involved an IV, as far as what I've seen on Twitter. Let's do it. I, does he think... I think he thinks this He thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? Random.org. Type in one for yes, two for no, and let the DFS cats pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. Please don't do bus. David Bergman, a.k.a. Whistles Go Woo. Welcome back to Lulz. Hey, how you guys doing? Long time no see. It's been almost, the, I think, a little more than a year, actually. No, I was Good. just going to actually try to Google it to see when you were last on here, but anytime I Google whistles go woo, it's just all the original Bub Rub and Little Sis uh, yeah, original you, YouTube video. If you connect the words, I think I actually pop to the top. So if you do just whistle space go woo, then it's a little tough. But if you connect the words, you might actually get me. No, you're right. I did just locate it. So it was on, uh, last time you are on was May 5th. Uh, 2021 with the title, Who is this Whistles Go Woo guy? Okay. I will say, too, like when you came on, I mean, we kind of cold emailed you. You hadn't done much media outside of the infamous, you know, DraftKings celebration. But I would say now you've you put yourself out there a little bit more. You did the the Chasing the Goat series. You've done a few other podcast appearances. Um, kind of what 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 kind of shift? Uh, have you made where you've been more willing to be public with all this stuff? Well, I mean, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride for the past two years, obviously. Um, and yeah, just enjoyed it. I mean, going to live events, I got to meet a bunch of the people. Everyone is super cool that's involved with this. And uh, as you know, my website, as you talked about, the website is launching today. And so hope to talk about that and thought, you know, if I can get my name out there more, maybe I could actually grow some kind of brand, grow a website and see where it takes me. So yeah, happy to be on the show. Thanks for reaching out. First time, and thanks for having me on today. Yeah, we like that you identified the Lulz audience as kind of the uh, the sick pups that would uh, potentially be interested <laughs> in uh, in your new site. Look, this is the first uh, this is the first show I was on, so whistles go woo. 
There you go. There you go. Yeah, we're going to get in uh, to the site here in a little bit. Uh, it's, it sounds like a cool concept, and we're going to ask you more about it. But I do have to hear about Brian's trip to Vegas. Longtime listeners of this show know Brian famously doesn't take too many vacations other than to his uh, lake house. So, Brian, give us the uh, the report on Vegas. I mean, we did see that RBX 88 dodged you, but how was it other than that? It's Vegas. It's uh, exactly like you'd expect. I just hung out in the sports books mainly the whole time. Yeah. That, yeah. You, nothing, uh, nothing exciting. Did you, uh, did you bump into anyone or were you kind of flying solo? No, I, I brought my buddy and, but I didn't see, I, I was looking around seeing if there's anybody, any recognizable faces. I didn't see anybody. Um, th- nothing interesting happened. Just like went to like one expensive dinner. We're drinking, uh, was that Louis, Louis the fifth or whatever? Like, Ooh, uh, yeah. Who bought that? You bought it or someone else? No, well, it was a free trip, so it was free. Oh, there you go. Um, but the tips aren't free, so you still got to pay <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the tip money. And then, and then the I was betting MMA, and these guys in front of me. I tweeted this out, and I swear to God, it was actually happening. That that the manager had the sportsbook uh, operator had to come over and approve their twenty five k bet on Dos Anjos for the main event. And so I, of course I'm like, Hey, 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 come here, come here, come here. Like what's <laughs> going on here, guy. And he's like, we got this, we get, we're just running for this guy. Uh, and he goes, he goes, he's, he was like 60 and one in MMA or something. And then I was drunk. So instead of going like, Oh, well, it sounds like you're getting fucking head slim, but these guys got knocked out of the main event and then they were running for this, this guy. And they legitimately put 25 grand down. And I was deciding who I was going to bet for in the the main fight there, and I'm like, well, this is this is a fucking lock. I got to bet this, <laughs> and and he got knocked out in the fifth. Good. Were those guys still in there sweating it when? Uh, yeah. Oh fought? yeah. And then I went up to him and I'm like, yeah, I just <laughs> tweeted out. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the tip. I just tweeted out. Uh, I guess I guess the uh, source was Vegas Dave, huh? And uh, they, I don't know, they were laughing. It was fine. But like, of course I bet like 20 times more than all my other bets on that one fight because you, know, you thought you had a little bet. inside edge there. Got a little yeah. inside edge. And so any, any, and, and uh, I was like, I was like six and one going into that too. But by pure luck, I don't know if you guys watched the fights this weekend. I thought the, the scoring was horrible and I was just on the lucky side of like, like all the, the bullshit calls. And so um, anyways, nothing special. Flights what were about delayed this? both ways. You, you get these. You get these ordered ahead I of time. IVs. I ordered them ahead of time. IV set uh, Saturday and Sunday morning. What What time do you have those arrive at? Because I feel like that's a you don't know how tired you're going to be, but also when you wake up, you immediately want it there. You have to You have to pay extra to have them delivered. Although it was free, so it wouldn't matter to me. But I actually went down and went to the spa because then I, I also got a massage afterwards. Wow! Look at you. What uh, whistles? Do you have any uh, any Vegas trips? You uh, you go and tie one on every every now and again. Yeah, I just don't go to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I might appear kind of reserved, but if you put me in a playground like Vegas, who knows what could happen? So I just kind of stay away, quite frankly. What what was the most? Did you guys get up to some uh, behind the scenes partying when you guys were filming the chasing the goat series, or is uh, everything that happened we've seen it on camera? I mean, not everything. I think. Uh, one night when we were watching Thursday Night Football, I think that was the first night. I think they filmed most of it, but then I was sweating a win for the million that night. It was one of those millionaire nights. And uh, 
I forgot who, but one of the running backs like got a couple yards and then knocked me out at first or whatever it was. And I'm pretty sure I was swearing and screaming like crazy. That they didn't film. Uh, but that was pretty much it. Most of it was filmed. We were pretty common. I mean, there was a lot of filming going on, so we were kind of tired towards the end of the day. Um, one thing that was funny is that the, the, the people filming were just like, can you guys not talk about DFS for just like – <laughs> 20 minutes so then we try five minutes later we were just i don't know just went straight to dfs so that was pretty interesting but uh that's about it i heard uh i've heard uh through the grapevine there there can be quite a bit of partying going on at some of these uh dff dfs live finals whistle have you ever been to any of these no i've given Ooh. given them away that i won i don't go but uh hmm. no it's all just rumors I've i've heard from inside sources yeah, I mean, most of the most of the most of the people there are, are super chill. I mean, I've had a lot of fun time with them. I'm, you know, getting to know them more and more. I've been to a bunch in the past two years or whatever, and uh, okay. we had a pretty good time. Yeah. All right. What I heard, I heard not so chill stories, but okay. Well, I'll, I'll buy. Wow. <laughs> not about me, but I don't know. Probably about me. Who knows? What happens not at not a DK too. Live final stays at a DK Live final, I guess. What? Who it'll, is? It'll, uh, it's going to be my memoirs. When you've gone to these events, uh, who has been the the person you've enjoyed meeting the most, or you were kind of the most curious to meet them in real life after you know battling their usernames in the DK lobbies for so many years? Yeah, I think Yoda I was most interested to meet because I mean you don't really see him in any kind of social, you know, at least not in any kind of like uh, media presence, right? So I was super excited to meet with him. Uh, we have a little banter going between us, so that's fun. Uh, I think he's. Probably the best of the best right now. But anyway, we, I had a good time meeting him. Uh, this uh, DFS Hofbra King, I met him. He was super cool. Uh, I made a mistake of telling him to play more. Um, and now he is playing more. And that's a disaster for me, but that's okay. And, um, yeah, I mean, I re really, th those are some cool guys. But, I, you know, I met nearly all of them. Uh, you know, Need Lunch Money, he's a, a younger guy. He's super cool from Philly. Um yeah, awesome. Of course, it's been cool to meet and get to know Big T, all the guys. Yeah. What uh is, is there anyone out there that you'd still uh really like to uh to bump into that you're curious about? So I met Chipotle Addict. I think I've been events with Papa Gates, but I haven't really met him, I don't think. Um, so it would be interesting to get to know him a bit. Who else at the top? Uh I don't even know. Is there anyone else that I haven't met? I don't know. Oxen Duck, I haven't met. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to meet that, that individual. Um, that's it really. Yeah. Have you seen the movie, the arrival? Yeah. You have to figure out a way to communicate with him. I'm assuming. Yeah. Our, our show's working theory is that he is kind of post human. And so we haven't really identified exactly what species he is, but arrival no. is kind of our best working theory. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Or, or Howard the Duck, that movie. One of the two. <laughs> you said you had uh, some banter going with one of those guys. Where, like, you know, Twitter is definitely the, I would say, the most common DFS water cooler. Then you have the sub-communities within Discords. Um, where where are you hanging out um, as far as, like, DFS water coolers? Or are you kind of off on your own island most of, the, most of the time? Mostly off on my own island, I would say. I mean, I do. I have a Twitter account now. I do post things very seldomly, uh, you know, and I, I, I take a look at what people are saying. I mean, I'll, I'll look at Twitter sometimes for weather updates and stuff like this for baseball, but pretty much, yeah, just, just, just on my own. What, uh, 
you said you'll notice things like getting tagged on on Twitter. Are there any uh, are there any salacious rumors? Are is there anything you'd like to debunk? Like, what's the most common thing you get or you see on Twitter, and you're like, that's not true, or that's absurd, or that just really tilts you? Well, they said I was maybe like an FBI sleeper agent. I have no <laughs> clue what the heck they're talking about because why would that be the case? But all right, that's not true. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, do you know where that rumor originated? I do not. No. Yeah, no one can tell really. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I I heard it too. Someone was saying that you were maybe a Fed. Um, I definitely checked around with some sources. Uh, I don't remember where it originated, but I definitely have heard that one. Yeah, so that was the most interesting one. Uh, I think uh, when I was recently on uh, the High Stakes show at awesome.com, someone said, uh, have you ever tried to make a lineup while on the shitter uh, <laughs> like the rest of us humans? I have. So, you know, I think we can debunk that 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 um, that, that rumor. Uh Hang on, uh, real about, quick. You did you did go out of your way to say awesomeo.com. Are you boy boycotting the stochastic uh, stochastic name change here? Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, so so I'll tell you a story about awesomeo. So I've been asking for free gear from awesomeo.com for a long time, about a year and a half. He keeps on saying he kept on saying, you know, go to my site, buy it. Awesomeo. Throw me a hat, a sweatshirt, it's okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Then about two days before he changed to, to stochastic, I was on his show. And I go, awesome. Hey, can I please get a sweatshirt? He was like, yeah, no problem. I'll send you a sweatshirt. All of a sudden, one day later, he completely rebrands the entire thing. So basically, it's a you know, it's a sweatshirt that doesn't mean anything anymore. But awesome. How about how about this, Whistles? I'm gonna yeah. let you pick something out right now out of uh, the Lulz store here. Wow. There you and, go. Um, and this is unlike you know stochastic. We will deliver right away when we get off this show. We'll hook you up. So I mean, do you want do you want the mug? Do you want the hoodie? The snapback? And and we got the classic shirt. You know, let's let's go uh, let's go hoodie, man. Wow, look at I mean, I, I, I give this guy an inch and he goes for the most expensive <laughs> item. I knew it. I knew it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll take the hoodie. Yeah, let's go. We're gonna get uh, you. Yeah, good. Any we'll get you a hoodie. We'll get you a hoodie. You know, some some of us follow through. You know, unlike some of these other sites in the industry, Dave. <laughs> no, oh, but he did come through. He did give me an awesome.com sweatshirt, so I have that. But now it's stochastic, so you know. Right, it's like a throwback. Yeah, it's okay. I'll wear it to some events. You know, it's like having a Vancouver Grizzlies jersey. It reminds you of the good times when they were up uh, up north, right? Or like the uh, Hartford, whatever the hockey team was. What sites do you subscribe to? Let me let me list them off and then say yes yeah. or no. So stochastic, <laughs> yes. Uh, ETR, no. Uh, Run Pure, I have before I go in and out. Uh, Sabersim, yes. Uh, Daily Roto. No. Uh, am I forgetting any? Data Golf. But that's more specific. Data Golf, yeah, that's uh, a little different. Um, um, Roto Grinders. Roto Grinders. No, I, I have uh, at times, but it goes in and out. Um, yeah, the main ones would be Stochastic and, and Saber Set. Okay. All right. Are you, you taking notes, Brian? No, I mean, I've subbed every site. Except Run Pure, I'm waiting for Big T to give me a, a free invite to check out the site. I'm holding, I'm holding strong on that one. Yeah, that if isn't like, that. Yeah, I think their content is what is what gets them, you know, get them viewers, right? As opposed to, I mean, they have projections and they're perfectly fine, but I think it's really just like their content, their analysis, like that's you know, they, more more towards the field betters, you know. Yeah, ha handing out winners generally gives you con uh, subscribers. 
whistles. All right. That's all they do is hand out winners there. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell like when, when you launch a site, you know, I, obviously the industry is like pretty saturated with, you know, DFS content, even projections, even some tools, some stuff's obviously underserved, but what, like, what is your thought process of, Hey, I want to do something. I want to be in the mix. Are you saying I can just do stuff better than what's going on out there? Or I need to have kind of a unique angle, like talk us through and, and tee up what you've been working on. Yeah. So I had several options, I think. I mean, one could have been projections, although you just listed off a bunch of sites that have perfectly fine projections, right? So I don't think, sure, maybe the name would have carried it a bit, but to differentiate there, I think it'd be pretty hard. Um, I could have actually, what I was thinking about doing was doing an analytics training site. So how do you just do analytics for DFS and sports gambling in general? Everything. How do you read in data? How do you scrape data? How do you build a projection model? How do you optimize the whole Creating thing? monsters, which is Brian's biggest fear in the DFS world. <laughs> right. So I might do that eventually. We don't know. Um, so that was one. That was the second option. Third option was to create a new optimizer. Uh, I, you didn't mention Fantasy Cruncher. I actually don't subscribe to Fantasy Cruncher. I have just to see what they offer. And it's a pretty good site. I, I totally understand why so many people in the industry use it. There are things I think that could be improved, but... I'd have to make a name and it's possible. I may do that in the future as well. But then I thought outside the box, I said, okay, what can I give that's daily content to people that's interesting and new? And so this is where the whistles go.com right now is at, which is basically crowdsourcing projections. So my goal is this, I want to get, I don't even know, thousands, tens of thousands of people. I don't know. to so the whistles And I want to create a website where, you know, we just get so many people to come Everybody puts in what they think is going to happen, okay? And then we can see charts of basically, you know, what people are picking. So if you go down, you know, you can see a little bit more about the site. Juan, I share my screen real quick. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, because you're logged in. So give me one second. I haven't got the influencer uh, login account yet, the gift. You know, I give... You give me, I give you a hoodie, and then you kind of give me an access to your DFS model. I think is kind of how this works. Yeah, I, 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 know, I see where we're going here. So basically, okay, so here's the site, here's the home page. You can see various things, right? So like, this is just a teaser. So this shows you what the crowd is saying about Rory McIlroy. So so far, about slightly over 100 people. Still early. I'm hoping to get a lot more people to go. And then we have everything by events, so you can see how it works, about whistles, all that type of stuff. But if you go to events, you'll see all the active events that we have. Occasionally, I'm going to give a cash prize for events because I really want to get a ton of people here. Eventually, I'll have DFS projections so people can just you know uh, uh, see how many people we can get and see if that gives us better projections in the sites. But I think, honestly, my goal is just to have all the actual sports book uh, bets here. And what we can do is we can all just go there and pick. So if you go to the Open Championship right now, you see you have about eight hours till we have to lock. I have a couple questions here, okay? This is just like a... You know, just the question is the top 12. We have like, you know, which of the following will finish in the top 10? Now, I'm not saying this is what I'm going to pick. I'm just putting in random things here just to show you. I've already put in my picks. So I can switch them, whatever. Then you update and see the crowd. Automatically, you'll get to see an updated view of what everyone picks. So, for example, right now, Rory's at 40, so 32% think he's going to get in top five. He's really leading the way. And I think that actually coincides with a lot of the sites right now. And just to show you, right? So, like, right now it's 41 to 85. I can reset my picks. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, if I just change Rory to uh, yes, update, see the crowd, and boom, you got it right here, right? So now it's 43 to 84. So that's my goal, right? I want to do this. So for this, by the way, I'm definitely giving you 100 bucks. 
if I can get to a thousand people, I will give 500 bucks to the person that picks the best. And I don't know, I'll never get to 10,000 today, but eventually I want to get to like 10,000 or something people and really get a ton of people um, on the site. And so that's the goal. So is your, is your in game with this, is this, or to like basically front run ownership projections and kind of get out in front of it to inform your own play? Like what, what level of like providing a service versus, you know, yeah. front running ownership projections is this? Couple things. I think that we can get better projections. So, so how do the sports book make their lines? They come up with some initial idea, whatever they put it at plus one thirty five, whatever. And then all of a sudden they see the bets coming in. They don't say what the distribution of people is, but they definitely use that to move lines to whatever they want to do to optimize the number of bets that they get on the wrong side or whatever. Why don't we just open up the box, right? Let's let's let everybody really see what are the picks of everybody. And like, if this really works, then I, you know, I, I really think we could have something great here, you know, something where we really get tons of people all the time. We pick everything we open up. I, I eventually I want to have it connected to one of those sports books. Okay. So it's like, what will you bet on this side the money line or whatever it is? All right. And there's just people come, everybody's there all the time. We can discuss, got a discord channel set up, everything, just total crowdsourcing of sports betting predictions, open up the box, flip the industry on the, uh, on the sports books and really try to get us, you know, get us more insights on what people are betting on. Well, one issue I would see there is sports lines are mainly driven by a few people. And those few people are using syndicates to get down a lot of money. And so like everyone else is pretty useless so, when it comes to sports betting. And what like, like I've thought about things like this too uh, in the past, but like, and also you're no one's betting here too. So not yet. Maybe you can have that in the future, but if you're not putting money down, that could be an issue. And you need to be dynamic, as you know, in all these sports. So, like, if you have a fighter get hurt or pulled or someone's out, you got to change everything. You got to just delete everything you just did and redo it. So, a couple uh, of things. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Look, like, we're going to have a date slider eventually where you can, like, filter by date to see what the picks are or whatever. Okay. Um, I think offering some cash prizes, even menial amounts, may get a lot of people there. Also, I plan on having a leaderboard, okay? You have a leaderboard, then maybe you can look at what those people are picking with their consent, of course, and all this other stuff. I mean, we'll see, right? I, I don't yeah. know if it's going to work, but I figure we can give it a shot, you know? See, see. first of all, yeah. I'm just interested generally to see if the crowd can pick well. So eventually what I'm going to do is I'm going to start picking according to how people are setting up on the site, see if it actually makes money, put it out there, let people know how it works, and, and go from there. I mean, the site, eventually I can sell the data, that's one way of, of monetizing also for me. And then also what I can do is I can, uh, you know, maybe I'll put the training classes on the same website, right? Some subscription, you get my training, analytics videos, everything put together. So this is just the beginning, just getting some ideas out there, seeing if people are interested. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. What would be your ideal like distribution of people that come use this, like in your world, obviously for the sake of your site notoriety, you'd want every household in America voting on this, or are you actually more interested in a DFS savvy, you know, sports betting savvy cohort that maybe picks better than the average person would in America? Yeah. So I think what, again, another vision for the future would be where well, there's two different ones, right? So maybe I pay a little bit to a bunch of the better sports betters that I know. Okay. So Brian, for example, and I can say, Hey, Brian, why don't you join these like hundred people? Okay. Let's put these picks. Let's all make some money off the site, whatever. 
give you guys a little cut or something like that. And then you can see what, you know, 100 of us are doing. And maybe that's interesting to people. Who knows? You know? Yeah. You could partner with uh, – there's some other places out there too maybe where you could share some info. Um, have you thought about anchoring uh, the data? For So, like, you can anchor it to what are the current odds and say, yeah. here's the odds for Rory. You go over and under this. So you kind of pull in the bullshit a little bit, especially with a small sample size. I, something like that makes some sense. For sure. And I mean, I have a link to the FanDuel and DraftKings Sportsbook right now there, but that's obviously not – I mean, it has to be – eventually, I really want, like, all the bets on DraftKings or FanDuel Sportsbook. I want to just have those exact things on the site, left or right, yes, no. What would you make as your bet? Yeah. And see what happens, yeah. And it's, it. it's good for everybody, right? I mean, I think, you know, who knows how many people think that, you know, are going to bet on Rory to make top five. I, I have no idea, you know. I can look at the odds on DraftKings and try to do some applied probability, but we know they play with the odds, right, to try to maximize action on whatever side they want. Have you looked so, at fan share? I have looked at fan share. Yeah. Uh, it's also interesting. Yeah. And, well, you know, the, you know, in politics, they have a pretty good site called predict it. Very popular. Um, tons of people go there. Lots and lots of action. So growing it into something like that might be good. And what they do is they have like the better betters out there and they, you know, you got, you know, they sell, you know, they actually own stocks and certain things happening. Then you can sell it to each other. Right. So I'll own some odds to Rory making top five. Then you're like, yeah, that's wrong, David. So then you'll buy it for something or whatever the case may be. So they do that for sports. So they have like prominent predictors. You know, as you say, it's the it's the really known people that actually know what's going to happen. And you get like, for example, if you got the top 100 DFS guys to pick Rory top five, that would give us a pretty good pick, right? I mean, I think that. So if I get those 100 people to start selling guys to each other or whatever, and us making money off of it, right? Who knows? That's a way to go too. So kind of, it, it sounds like you would definitely be interested in like getting a little bit more uh, like of a profile built out for certain people. So you could whether recognize, reward people for being continually good or to kind of um, create subsections of your data around specific, you know, cohorts. Right. And I'm not going to do that, obviously, without consent. Nothing like that. That's clear. OK. Uh, but yeah, I, bet, I mean, if people are interested, who knows? Maybe, you know, we could share a little bit. I, I don't know. Right. I, these are. These are definitely ideas. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's also just from an interest point of view too. Uh, I want to see how, how much it differs from like DraftKings odds and how much better or worse, you know, this might lead us to. Right. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think do? if you anchor, if you, let's say you get 10,000 active users and you anchored the number to like Osimo's ownership, not that you could use their data since it's proprietary, but, and then had people vote whether they'd be over or whatever it's be over or under. I think there's, there's some value to that. Um, are you going to have in the, uh, um, in the user agreement, this information won't be shared with any central intelligence agencies? <laughs> it should, right? Just it's, to make sure people know that. Explicitly write that one out, I think. <laughs> You're right. So a lawyer just did finalize the terms of service for me. So I think Maybe I'll go back to him and say, listen, got it. Yeah, you got to make sure people really understand I'm not a sleeper agent. It seems like you got to have a mentality too of like, hey, I think there's something here. I don't know where this is going to go, but let's put it out, experiment, see where this goes. Or do you have kind of like in your perfect world two, three years from now, like the potential of the site? Like, what does this look like where this site is just a smash? What, what, how does that play out? Yeah, I mean, I think being connected to one of the books. Uh, one of the big ones, right? One of the sports books. 
and being the, you know, the books could also use this, right? They would know what the community was showing the community and they would know what people are actually betting on their site. So actually one of the books might, you know, whoever I'm connected to might even have a better opportunity to make even more money, right? Because now all of a sudden they know what the community is doing. They know what they're getting behind their curtain and maybe they can play that somehow too, right? So I think in the in an ideal world, I'd be connected to the books. There'd be, you know, some of the really high hitters that agree to share not their own personal picks, but at least be part of this like, you know, uh, expert pick pool and then have like the general population pool as well. Having 10,000 people, 100,000 people picking whatever it is, Discord, everyone just talking about, you know, what's going to happen and then putting out their picks there and having a leaderboard that runs for every single season, every single sport, giving some cash prizes to people, you know, all, all types of stuff. Yeah. I, I, having it grow, right? I want to have like a, a community where we just talk about sports picks as a group and try to like, you know, just like see what the masses say, see if that can really do some damage. I, I think I, I could definitely see some value too as well, just thinking this through. And I know you're spitballing here, so <laughs> please don't mind them nitpicking. But like the uh, uh, you could use the data as an as an uh, an extra variable in your regressions too. Like whatever that was, it could just slightly influence it. And even if there is an injury, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, actually, could still be useful. Um, but are you, are you familiar with like what's going on with sports books in America, right? Like they're, they're banning anyone who wins. They're limiting anyone who wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's been the classical thing that they would do. Right. Um, but fine. I mean, you know, obviously I, I think people get other people to bet for them too. And they find ways around those things. Right. So, yeah, but you know, uh, who knows what could, I mean, the people will still want to bet on sports. And they'll want to have that edge even if eventually the book takes it away, their opportunity. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about more working with the sports books too. And it's like, dude, they don't want winners, dude. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they can use the information to get fewer. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> it's more information for them as well, right? Uh, yeah. And sure, they won't be may, – maybe on the surface, it will be annoying to know that there's a site where you actually get the behind-the-curtain information that they have. I don't know if we can get there, but if we can – but then maybe they can actually add that to what they use to set their lines, whatever they want to do with it, right? I mean, whether they want to, you know, it's it maybe the crowd's horrible on certain events and they can use that for some information. Maybe the crowd's awesome on certain events so they can, you know, play that in their favor in one way or another. I don't know. Would you ever try to do something again that would be reliant on like the sharper cohort of people who were giving feedback to stuff? But I'm just thinking like in a given NFL week, right, where people are kind of waiting for the next week's lines to get released. And that's often where there'll be a bad line that you can pick out, right? Because the sports books are a little bit in discovery mode there, too, where it's like, could you front run that with your kind of wisdom of the crowd stuff and then and then try to pick off bad lines? There you go. That's an idea, too, right? So people get an initial look to what to what people might bet on, right? Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, I'm definitely gonna have a huge event for week one NFL, by the way. So it's gonna be a decent amount of money. So definitely keep a, keep an eye out for that. I, I just think, you know, yes, I wanna grow it. I think these are all good ideas. I'm, I'm just coming out, right? Just thinking about what to do. I, I'm not a person that wastes time. I have an idea, I just wanna do it, okay? Uh, even if it's not the most perfect solution yet. And you know, if it turns out that I only get a hundred people a week, okay, fine. This is, you know, whatever, uh, project closed but hopefully hopefully it catches fire well one thing that i like just kind of hearing you talk all this through that i would really lean into is like obviously your biggest challenge is to get people 
to make your site a, a stop on their you know process. It's like, oh, I'm doing my research, I'm doing. And how do you do that? Like, I think really focusing on like really good leaderboards and streaks and like showcasing the people who are crushing it because then it's like, oh, I want to go in here. One, you got your prizes, but two, just like having that you know notoriety or whatever associated with you know your levels of success, I think would be a big part of it. Yeah, gamifying the thing, right? I mean, yeah. people love that stuff. I mean, people look at the Roto Grinders ranking sometimes and stuff. Doesn't actually give any value. Not that people have to interact with that site in order to get on the rankings, but nonetheless, at least people do look at it, right? So I think. Yeah. Um, one thing. Yeah. One thing I was going to do on my site um, was because I, like I said, I've thought about a lot of this this stuff as well. Is have my ownership projections and basically do what I was just saying and add an extra. Uh, linear uh, uh, a variable that is adjust as people come on my site and then vote. So you vote and then you see the projections and they're live updating with my projections. Well, if you know, it depends on how many users I can get and, and on there and do something like that. And if you do that, it's something like that. You're going to get a lot of people, especially if it's free, you're going to get a lot of people just stopping by on Wednesday and Thursday, making their lineups, just checking what the free ownership is. Right. Ownership. Or what if we just had a, you know, Here's my initial projections. Uh, go up, go down. Yeah. People just click, go up, go down, go up, go down, up, 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 yeah, up. Exactly, up, yeah. Whatever it is. And right? if they're anchored to something re in reality, right, mm -hmm. however you want to do that, you could. there's a billion ways to do that, um, you're going to get a much better uh, accurate sample. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, so we could have a DFS tab. It could be a sports line, anything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's the idea. You know, uh, we'll see. Um I'm excited to see if I can get enough people. I mean, I'm offering free money. I'd really hope people would just go there for two seconds and put in some numbers. Uh, but who knows? You know what I mean? Touch you know what you wanted to do was be here when NFTs were hot. And if you offered uh, an NFT or Top Shot, you'd pick up followers my, way more than giving away 500 bucks. Isn't that right, Pete? Like, people fucking love that shit for like All you have months. to say is you're open and giving up uh, one Top Shot pack. And you could have had, you know, it, the world would have been your oyster, Dave. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm always a little slow, but. Anyway, no, it's it's a it's a cool idea. Uh, I'll definitely after the show add it to the show notes here. I'm popping it in the chat as well, and it's obviously what free to to make an account, and then you're eligible for the prizes once you you fill out the picks. Yeah, you have to reg you know you have to register confirm email just so I don't get some bot putting in ten thousand picks or whatever. Um, but outside of that, that's it. Yeah, totally free. No 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 cost, nothing. Just go and then there. the Fed just kind of has direct access to everything you do, right? There you go. DNA. DNA from the registration email. Um, yeah. So again, it's a hundred bucks for sure. If I can get to a thousand, I'll put in 500 bucks. If I can get to 10,000, I don't think that's going to happen tonight, but who knows? Um, yeah. I'll put in a thousand bucks. So let's see. And this How's is just to gear up for football. So week one, I'm going to have a very big event. I mean, I'm asking a bunch of questions. I, as you know, football's king. I mean, it was a, uh, whatever you guys all know, people really just care about betting on football. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to offer a really, really big event then for week one, you know, hopefully that gets people there, right? Once they're there, then they'll see hopefully some value in it. Right. And then we'll see where it goes. How much are you like, uh, I'm curious, like just, this is getting like really behind the scenes, but like, are, do you have to, do you have like a developer that you have to tell them everything you want for like the polls and data or like how automated, how easy is this for you to spin up for all different kinds of slates and contests? Great question. Uh, uh, so uh, I, I went for an ad hoc solution first. Um, this is something where basically I'm doing it with one other guy. Okay. 
uh, we can we can create a competition. I mean, copying one that we previously made, you know, just adjusting some of the buttons or whatever, probably like a 20 minute exercise. Um, I am I have a really good web developer teed up for if it blows up. Um, whereupon then I need it to be automated APIs to different things and stuff. I mean, for now it's just completely, you know, we can go into the back end and just create it. Um, yeah. but yeah. yeah. And it seems like for the most part, your overhead is probably, and like your just overall startup costs with this have to see, be pretty low right now. Right. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, of course the hosting, then you want to make sure you have some kind of bot protection. You have to, I mean, I couldn't create it. I'm not a web designer. So even this required some, you know, design work and stuff like that, but we're not talking 50, hundred thousand dollars yet. Right. I yeah. Mean, it's way below that for now. If I create a full-fledged one connected to APIs and so forth and so on, then we have a little bit of a, you know, a little bit Let, of a thing. Let's talk about those other options really quick. So my, so I knew you had this site. Someone sent me this email, uh, sent, sent me your URL, URL like a week or two ago. And I, and our guess was, uh, was this GoWoo optimizer site. It just made too much sense. The optimizer bro is going to make an optimizer site and maybe it'll have some extra tricks and stuff. So that prediction turned out wrong. Your other idea that you mentioned briefly, let me comment on it, which is the like the analytics course, by the way. So do you follow uh, Plus EV Analytics on Twitter? Pete, I think that's his, his handle. He does a gambling version of that. He's an actuary. And so okay. he does. Yeah. And he, and he charges. It's like three grand or something. I, I've never taken it, but I'm sure. There's a lot of good info on there. But uh, anyways, that makes a ton of sense to me. Uh, this feels like a, um, a, a, a brainstorming, workshopping, whistles go woo uh, <laughs> episode here. Listen, I'm going to crowdsource what I should do, right? So <laughs> anybody listening, like, tell me, uh, email me, tweet at me. Let me but, know what you're going to do. In terms of DFS anyway, since that's your bread and butter right now, yeah. Is there anything on the docket at all? It seems like no. So, yeah, I mean, not immediately, although obviously making cut is an input to any model for, or not any model, but if you were building a model for, for golf, that's probably an important thing. Um, you know, if a golfer's going to make the cut or not, but nothing right now except for, you know, potentially a course in just DFS analytics. But um, yeah, nothing right now. Although, yeah, I mean, some of the ideas we had here, right? put out some initial projections that I can come up with and then let people upload or download them. Right. And see where people are at. The, uh, uh, who OA in the chat asked a question that Brian was kind of referencing with kind of fan shares model, but OA says, has whistles thought about doing sentiment analysis with a Twitter API? I mean, uh, I could, I mean, but sentiment analysis of just what people are saying about different DFS plays or, Sentiment analysis of what on Twitter? It would you know, probably, I don't know how smart these bots could be. It'd probably just be like, oh, Gabriel Davis is getting mentioned at yeah. uh, an absurd rate on Twitter this week. It means maybe his ownership is going to be higher than normal or something. You, you know, you'd be surprised about how good these models have become on sentiment analysis and stuff. Um, there's a lot of work on really like being able to parse dialogue pretty well. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't currently use uh, use any Twitter data except for the fact that, you know, I'm looking at weather impact and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's something that definitely I think people will do in the future. I think, for example, in the NBA, I think some people get a leg up by actually following specific people and really reading tweets and stuff like that. I think that's the sport where, where 
you could probably really get some advantage by having something on Twitter, but I haven't done any of that. Hmm. I wanted to add, like, how much the, you know, obviously with, you know, DFS and there's all kinds of elements with projections and game theory and stuff, obviously making uh, a site that is about wisdom of the crowds, how much of that is like a reflection of your ethos of how you feel about these games in general? Are you like aggregating projections and trying to get the wisdom of the crowds and forming a lot of your DFS play? Like, where is that kind of intersection of, uh, of why you feel the crowds are so valuable? Pete, that's a great question. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, depends on the sport. Okay, so there's some sports where I build my own projections. There's other sports where I use just one site, and there's other sports where I actually just mix them together in some way. Um, and that depends, of course, on how accurate I feel they are. And, you know, it's also distributions are almost more important than the actual projection value. But regardless, yeah, I mean, look, like, look at what happens to the projections, especially in basketball, on the top sites they start off very different and they end up coming together. Now, a lot of that is injury news and all this other stuff, but I think it's more than that. I think the, the websites themselves that everybody is using start to move their projections towards each other during the day. And that's, you know, because they're seeing other people who are doing things on the other side and it becomes a, a crowdsource thing. Right. I mean, I really, really feel that's what they do. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it's all over the place. I think, I think, the sites are already doing it. I think a lot of the players are using multiple sites to come up with what other projections they have. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Do you worry about like, say, say 90% of your early, you know, users on the site are stochastic users and they're just going to use the stochastic projections and then going down and you're almost like self-selecting and you're not actually getting like enough of a random distribution to actually harness the power of the crowds. And you're just getting a really kind of narrow viewpoint of it. Well, I mean, if, uh, if that's the projections that everyone's using, then we should know that everyone's using that. So it's still information. I mean, if it all just converges to stochastic, then great. Uh, then that then that's information for people right uh but i doubt that's what people are doing i think i think there's a lot of people that don't focus on the optimization size but more on the projection side and i think they're building their own projections I, you know i i think basketball is a little harder i give a lot of credit to stochastic and to saberson and all these other guys for coming up with decent basketball projections i find that to be the hardest at least for me um but for the other sites i mean you know baseball there's so much data out there. You could build a model using a million different things, right? And not that difficult from someone who has, you know, experience building models. So, you know, I think it's a mixed bag. I think well, let's find out, right? Maybe everyone does converge to stochastic. I don't know. Well, that, I guess the second part of that is like, what is your, again, you can't choose how people go and vote or what they're bringing to the table, but in your idealized version of it, is it just going shooting from the hip, pew, pew, pew? Or is it like, no, I'd like them to do a little research, check some projections or whatever. Like how informed do you want your polling audience? Yeah. I mean, as informed is better. And I think that you're right. Tiered is probably the best now that I think about it, because, you know, you, you do want people to know what the experts are doing and what the people that are just joining up for the first time are doing and, and seeing the differences between the two groups. Right. And I, yeah, definitely you want to have the most informed people. There's no question. Uh, so yes, I prefer to have the more, you know, people that are actually looking at things and thinking about things. So if you put a cash prize, for example, people might actually look it up online. Um, if it's just click, 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 and you'll see what people did, you know, who knows? The NBA, the NBA projections, just talking about crowdsourcing, 
I, I think the the value it can add, and I'm guessing here, but I don't I don't think it's a ton. I think in in some ways, in some areas, like maybe my, the ownership example will be more than others. And then the NBA, a huge part is whistles. I already mentioned it. Injuries, They're like what's happened here, relatively close to lock, are very important. And like you're not going to crowdsource that. And um, I mean, it's I think just like the idea of the 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 crowd guessing how many jelly beans are in the in the in the you know the classic example on the big jelly bean jar is is not uh, really going to give you a ton of advantage in DFS and gambling. I could be wrong, and maybe on the edges it could help you. And things like PGA, maybe MMA. Since if a fight gets canceled, it doesn't really matter that much because then both fighters aren't fighting. Yeah. Um, like those, what those, those sports maybe maybe more so than than others. NFL, you got a whole week uh, yeah. for for ownership and stuff. But a lot of the wisdom of the crowd stuff for me is, I think, probably minor benefit. I'm, but I could be wrong. We're gonna find out. I don't know. Actually, is is the is is, is the truth, right? And I think yeah, it's an experiment, right? And let's see it. But I look. If I could somehow get a hundred of the top DFS players to pick a side of a bet, then maybe we have some information, right? Uh, but I even think that the general population, I really, you know, let's let's find out. I actually have, I I don't know. I really don't know what's gonna happen. I'm being honest, it's perfectly fine, but I'd like to see, and I think it'll be fun to check it out. How do you it, it's definitely easy, I think, to incentivize the casual people, like you said, with these cash prize pools. I mean, hey, it's free, it's a free roll, get in there. How do you incentivize though top DFS players and the top minds to get on there with your end goal being like, hey, I want the most informed people as possible? But what what is the incentive for Brian to to spend uh 15 minutes on your site filling it out? Share profits potentially, uh, give the data of everyone else for free. Right? I mean, yep. I, I I don't Look, if it turns out that the data doesn't help, then Brian's not going to sit there for 15 minutes a day. There's no question. But if it's, it turns out the data is helpful, there's 10, 15 minutes, plug, 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 see what happens, right? And it might not be for all sports. Like basketball, Brian, I agree. This is not geared for basketball, that's for sure. That's because it's all just injury. I mean, you know, if Giannis is in or out, I mean, you might as well just play a different game, right? Um, right. But, you know, if it's – uh, baseball sure yeah i mean if judges in or out something happens but like most of the time you know it's not major players that are questioned depending uh and then golf you know i mean there's some withdrawals okay fine but that's one player right it affects a little bit in top five top ten but not much mm -hmm. um and so we'll see yeah i'm i'm, I'm curious really this is kind of an experiment right not yeah. right I, I, let's see uh, and we're and, and as as Brian said, we're we're just ideating with you. We're not we're not like skeptics or anything. I think it's yeah, cool that you're throwing it. this out there, and we're just uh, brainstorming on the fly with you. I love it. And you know, I, I one thing that I'm also just curious about is how much do you have to pay to get people to actually do this thing, right? Like, suppose I offer no cash prize, is nobody going to do it? If I offer a little bit of prize, is that enough to incentivize people to actually you know come in and and actually set their picks? I mean. I, we're going to find out. Yeah. I mean, I think you're doing it right. Like you need legit cash incentives to get people in the door. And then how you keep them, I think is with the really good gamification stuff 
Um, and you, like, you just, you see it everywhere. I see it on underdog when I play, like people love their badges and stuff, just showing like, Hey, I've, I've done X amount of drafts. People love that stuff. So anything you can do to lean into, Hey, you've, you've, uh, filled out for a hundred contests. So now you get this profile star or whatever, like that shit, I think will be big for keeping people coming back. Yeah. You know, maybe that's enough, you know, I don't know. You, you know what I would do whistles. I would lev leverage your whistles go woo. So like whatever the reward is. Provide them some DFS something, your projections, your That's ownership, something. So fill this one on shit one out. Call. Yeah. Fill this shit out. After you're done filling it out, here's my click and copy or download my CSV for something. It's a good point. Or maybe I can like the person who wins any competition gets like 3% of my bets for the day. Or, 1%. or maybe half an hour lesson, you know, oh, whoever okay. wins the leaderboard uh something just because people are going to go to you because the dfs and sure. so they want your dfs knowledge it's just trust me i know how how it works people follow me when i provide them something that they think is useful to them and that's and and other than that it's tough to get followers it's just it's just rough out there i do it's, think brian's definitely on to something of like yes you have a unique idea here but like your strongest asset is going to be your personal brand and kind of your stature in the dfs industry and and as much as you can to kind of leverage that um i think i think brian's definitely spot on with that i yeah. do love the idea of um yeah of uh of trying to yeah whoever wins for an event you get something for dfs that's really good it doesn't have to be just when you submit it could be when you actually have the best picks for whatever the contest is or whatever the event is right i mean like for example yeah. mlb thursday night okay we have some event up there right now if you win that meaning you get the most picks right whatever that might be you get what my ownership is going to be or something like that another thing you could do like uh, i'm sure with your connections at DraftKings, like they hooked me up with a deposit kingdom tournament a free roll uh during the football season a weekly contest you could have like a companion like say for the open you know you have the whistles go woo free roll contest and then you're putting up some of the prizes and to get into it you're going to get a link once you submit the picks and then you get into this free roll contest stuff like that another good idea wow i'm happy i went on the show you guys exposures really give give away yeah. your exposures for large fields so like nfl sunday you don't have to give them all away and people can't determine in large field what your lineups would be anyways but right. you could give away like your qb exposures so like and they're gonna go like okay whistles is playing 15 percent stafford this weekend okay let me take a look at stafford and, it, and there, there's no edge loss to you you know what i mean you can just have your exposures for large field qbs or running and switch it each week if you don't want to give it all away you know but people people will click for that to take a look Right, 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 right. These are, yeah, I like. A consulting company would have charged you a lot more than giving you a free hoodie for these ideas. Was I know. <laughs> I'm making money off of this. It's giving me more. Yeah, all right, I like it. That's Brian and I side uh, business. Is you come to us with your uh, DFS and sports betting ideas, and we'll we'll help you ideate for free. Yeah, all right, that's good. Could yeah. you could you possibly like get people like a lesser sentence, like maybe put a word in? <laughs> Uh, no, the whistles okay. go woo pardon, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian's already thinking ahead to uh, maybe some future lawsuits from his Vegas trip. He's you never know, you never know. Uh, oh, no, wow, this was just, my, that oh, was, it's true, it's true. <laughs> oh my god, all right.
whistles. You you advantage. I thought for sure you had heard the word fed too many times and just left. Yeah, was like, they, they shut me down. No, I was so like, excited. Code blue, code blue. <laughs> um, well, we, we got a few more minutes here. I, I, I do want to, uh, do you have any other, you know, how are you feeling, you know, just pulse check on, on things with, with DFS right now? I know we have just this massive poker boom going on, um, world series of poker with record numbers. You know, I, I think I've heard the thesis that, Hey, a lot of people are down bad in the markets, the crypto markets, a lot of kind of edge type bros now coming back to poker. Like, do you think we could see kind of a, a big, massive, you know, DFS renaissance specifically around football this year? Yeah, sure. Hope so. Uh, we'll see. I think, you know, yeah, no. So I, there's plenty of action still on DFS, which is good. I think even when I was starting, everyone was like, oh, this thing's going to fade. It's not going to fade, right? It's still very much active. There's people there every day. I mean, they fill huge, huge competitions every night at the, you know, $10, $15 level, $20 level. So I think it's, I think it's fine. I think a lot of people are enjoying it. I think they're having fun. I think people are learning and it's getting a little bit more competitive. I think people are making better and better decisions in the masses, but that's okay. I think it's, it's, it's becoming more of a challenge. Um, for me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really just excited for, uh, for football season. I think uh, that that's the most fun. I, I, I think the, the sport I like to watch the most is golf because you get a four day sweat and that's just fun to watch it unfold. Um, but obviously football is great, especially now that showdowns are popular. So you get so many days a week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for football. Uh, Baseball's going well. Uh, hit a couple hundreds at times this season, so that's good. Keeping yeah. me moving. Uh, yeah, excited for the whole thing. I think the Open's going to be fun. We haven't even talked about anything for the Open yet. I can share a little bit of what I'm Yeah, let's, I, yeah. I knew I was forgetting something here. Yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think about the weather? Have you thought about it? Yeah, there's not much going on, right? I mean, from what yeah, I have. That's not what, yeah, it's, it, which is amazing. It's Scotland on the water, but. Right, especially how it's been. I mean, the weather's been like a wow. It's been such a such an advantage or disadvantage, to, you know, for morning or or, or, or yeah. uh, start. But yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm barely baking anything in. Slight Thursday morning advantage, right? Uh, that's about it. So it really is not going to be a make or break for anybody. I don't think. Yeah. You know what we need to do? Uh, this will be a good, you know, launch point is we can uh, the three of us can uh, can build a lineup here. It looks like we got what do we have a two hundred k up top contest so we can uh we can use some of your your guys's uh early uh you know i feel more comfortable if we crowdsource these picks guys yes maybe the chat get some votes in the chat here um i completely miss i'm I'm not a golf pro but short gamer saying the main 25 is already full on draft yeah they opened a second one for a big one too it's why you know i was uh Talking to my VIP rep, I was like, any free rolls this week? It was like, absolutely not. <laughs> We're filling up everything. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a huge – I I mean, I bought in yeah. a ton already. I am probably at what I want to be at, but who knows? I mean, maybe I'll jump into a few more things. We'll see. I mean, we've got the championship, lots of qualifiers. Um, I've already nabbed 13 at a possible 15. I maxed out into the 21 qualifier, but that's it so far. Hoping I can get one or two out of that, and then I'll wrap up for the season, but we'll see. All right. Uh, so, why do why do you kick us off? You got do you got a, a hot take or a, a big stand you're making this week? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I don't know. Do I want to give my out of the top, you know, four guys? Do I want to pick or do I want to, you know? So everybody is like talking just about Xander, Xander, Xander. He's too low, low, low price, blah blah blah. Which I think they did release the salaries prior to the close of the Scottish Open. 
I think that was kind of a mistake because they would have used that to adjust it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we – yeah, let's see. Uh, what do you got his ownership at? His ownership? Let me see. Uh, would you not care about that? I do, of course, care about it. So probably uh, – who? who uh, 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 Xander? Yeah, probably something like 25% or something like this, I think. Okay. Um, I'm going to go – should I give you guys a value pick so we can build around that? Whenever, sure. frost your cookies, buddy. Shane Lowry. Just don't my be Lowry. Put him in there. I mean, ninety three hundred is that is that a value? I think so. Okay. No, I mean, I guess I just meant by like the typical. I thought you were going to give us like a seventy five hundred guy. No, no, no. I think that is a value play this week, everybody. Okay. So I think he's gonna he's gonna do all right. I think he's worth. All right, Pete. You you pick the next one. Uh, I want. I'm going wisdom of the crowds. The chat. Give me your vote on who I should put into this. If there's too many suggestions, I'll I'll funnel you guys to one. So while I'm getting submissions, Brian, why don't you uh, plant your flag? Uh, Rory. Yeah, I love it. I was going to say Rory, but I wanted. I didn't want to be too obvious. I think he's missed one cut this year. Uh, so has Rob, by the way. Uh, I think. I think if I'm remembering correctly, they are. I, you know, if I had to, you know, I know everyone's Xander, 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 Xander recently. And obviously Scheffler got really hot at the beginning of the year. Still very good. Um, but yeah, I, I think Rory, just for people out there, I think Rob and Rory are the plays, I think. But we'll see how it goes. Um, chat is not helping me out a ton. We have a Ryan Fox vote. Yeah. I, I believe this is a troll. No, um, he's playing. But yeah, oh, you don't he is? Pick Okay. Is you this don't. I mean, you know, if you want to just waste your money, you could take him. Is Cody trolling me? Is this a real guy? Yeah, he's real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, that's a good pick right there. I love that. Okay. That is, yeah. that is the biggest value pick. Uh, yeah, I think that's among the biggest value picks out there. So, sure. That's there it. you go. Uh, I, I did already profiling on my wisdom of the crowds and trust Cody there. So, there I self selected. Making moves. I like it. Um, all right. Uh, do we want to? What do we have left? 20? We got 7,600 for three more. Yeah, we're gonna have to go a bit lower now. Uh, I mean, I'll pick someone that always screws me, but whatever. If you guys, well, I mean, you know what? How what? Uh, power, Seamus Power. Let's look at him. Okay, it's right there. Yeah, boom. All right, see. Well, what the thing you got to think about whistles, and this is what Brian always wrestles with, because I ask him like, hey, who's your highest exposure guy? Who's your flag plant? And then he doesn't want, he's worried that this lineup is going to jinx it. So then, mm -hmm. you know, he's doing all these mental gymnastics. It seems like you're trying to reverse jinx Seamus Power here. Yeah, whatever. I think he's going <laughs> to be the value play. I think he's going to be owned on a ridiculous amount of lineups, and that's okay. Uh, go for it. Uh-oh, I think I just saw the winner, Bezenhut. Is this Brad's your guy? Guarantee right there, yeah. Put pop okay. him in there. Pop that bad boy in. What are we left with? Eighty two hundred. Hold on. Same. All right, chat. A little Bryson. It, what, Bryson. what happened, to Bryson? D. I Bo? mean, listen. I, it's not a. No one's gonna pick him. So he's he went to he went to live. Yeah, to live and then up. came back. No, you. They're 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 still technically playing the majors, but that might not last forever. They, no one knows yet. Uh, so wait, uh, are you saying it? Is it likely he's going to play in this or not? No, he's going yeah, to play. He's, yeah. he's, he's going to play. play. 
but yeah. he might not play it next year's. You never know. Yeah, yeah. They might they might blackball it. You know, you know, they don't know for certain yet. And but so, I, why don't people want to play him in in DFS? Because he's coming off an injury. He hasn't been that good. But look at his fantasy points per game, just right there, and that's at forty six point two. I mean, you know, eight events, one cut. Yeah, admit he's only 50, 50 out of fifty. 50% making Are we headed toward a chalky eight. lineup? Is that what Denden's warning us about right now? Yeah. Uh yeah, that, that is that is very chalky, except Bezenhut. Yeah, that's Bezenhut. our contrarian pick. Yeah. Probably so guaranteed. We need a galaxy winner, brain. Galaxy brain this last pick. It, it I don't think I think Bryson, I don't think we're gonna get duped on Bryson, but they always watch people always watch the show, they're duping us lately, Pete. They they're love not respecting the don't dupe me, bro ethos. Whistles, maybe if you beg the chat not to to dupe us, will you? Can you beg him not to dupe us? Don't dupe, please. <laughs> not very passionate. <laughs> don't We're gonna do whatever they do. You know what I mean? You yeah. sounded like a mother who was at her wits end. You know, caring for children at the end of the day. Be like, just <laughs> please finish your dinner. Um, uh, let's do. I uh, mean, I can make this pick, Pete. If you want me to get my favorite website up. What's your favorite oh, website? Wow. Uh, Pornhub.com. No, random.org. <laughs> oh, so you can just like, how about oh. this? Whistles gives you some names. Yeah. And you put them into random.org. Collective effort. Okay. All right, whistles. Give give Brian five names for random.org. Okay. Uh let me see. Do we do we like Connors? I don't think so. No, let's not put Connors in the mix. Uh, let's do Neiman, Homa, Simpson. Uh, hold on a second. Am I actually putting the names in or I just do. going one, two, three, four, five? I'll give you four of them. Okay, yeah, but well, do one, two, three, four. I don't care. Let's do four. Five's a lot. So Brad, I'm how about in... we could use wheel of names here, Brian, if we want. I know it's not as technical as random.org. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm using, <laughs> I don't know that one, Peter. I got, I got the. The I random know. one. You're a, you you're an do, influencer. You wheel names? No, no. Do I want okay, the? So I, want I got, I got. Homa, give, give them to me again. Go up a little bit. Scroll up a little bit. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Okay. So Neiman, Homa. Uh, who else did I say? Simpson and Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods made two cuts out of two. It's perfect so far. All right. Shot one. I have to share this, Pete. I'm assuming. Yes, because no one will trust you otherwise. We'll know. So Lunchable said burger is a way to differentiate, and he's right. Yeah, put Tiger in there. What do you? He's a, he's the in chat there. Chat wants. Okay, here we go, Brian. This is it, right? Homa, Neiman, yep. Simpson, Woods. Give me Woods. the drama. Woods. The intrigue. Yeah, it's fun, much more fun on the wheel. The wheel. I the... no, I like I like your Simpson. Simpson, it is. Sorry, guys. The randomizer god said this is Simpson. Um, we are locked and loaded for this one. Do not dupe us. Absolutely do not dupe us. Uh, whistles, it was yeah. great having you swing by. The new site looks awesome. I will uh, hop over there and get in the mix for that uh, first contest, and we recommend uh, everybody else does as well. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh Always enjoy chatting with you guys. Great ideas for me to explore. And uh, yeah, uh, wish you the best of luck. And hope Thanks I for coming out. Yeah, for it. sure.
and uh, you, you can circle back with us. We'll, we'll just make this an annual tradition. We did last May. We do July. Uh, you know, every summer we get together with whistles. Can't wait. All right, guys. The uh, the audio of this will be posted on the podcast feed here shortly. Um, I need to touch base with Brian about next week. I'm going to be heading out Wednesday evening. I might be able to swing Wednesday afternoon. We'll figure it out. Um, but anything else on your end, Brian? No, we got uh, – actually, I got the P- my PGA ownership up for the Open if anyone wants to go to my website, brick75.com. And uh, uh, we got the best ball app, Draft Caddy, yep. Sports Hud, if uh, people haven't seen that. We did a tutorial last week. Check that video out. Yep, Star Kindler earlier today saying, even though Brian hates this term for it, the brick draft buddy, caddy, bitty buddy rules balls. <laughs> uh, so yes, if you're you're firing on underdog, specifically multi-tabling, um, I think you're really going to enjoy that. And like Brian said, check the show last week's lols where we kind of walked through a tutorial on how to do that. And we're going to be having some more updates on that later as well. So for Dave and the whistlesgowoo.com, for you guys, the chat, the wisdom of the crowds for Brian. We'll see you guys next time. how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.